0: Guys, we have seven questions for our Q&A session today. Guys, I have a surprise. Is it a surprise? <laughs> My first co-host is here with me on the show. Yes. Remember that question that I asked you guys now, you know, based on the temperament you learned about so far, which temperament needs to fit into the state of overthinking? Exactly that question. <laughs> So I got my, my most satisfactory answer and yes is here on the show with me today. Head up guys if you hear this if you hear this guy's voice. <sighs> okay. Let me just introduce <laughs> let me just introduce you. So um, welcome welcoming me on the show, um Mr. Elebede Adeola.
1: Woo! thank
0: yeah, you very much. <laughs> wow, I
1: hear the voice.
0: my God, can you hear the voice? Wow. Why are you doing I I you I,
1: not
0: Okay, so I should not say words. what? What do you don't? What don't you want me to say exactly?
1: So, my
0: time, too. I'm just
1: okay,
0: sir, I've heard you, sir. No problem, sir. Not allowed. <laughs> 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 so, what do you want me to? Okay, I do. Okay, I do. I've heard you. Yes. No problem. You shall want to frustrate no. me the first time on this. Show, you don't want to frustrate me. I'll be no problem. No. That, was,
1: that, that, was... Yeah. Eh? that would not be anything I would want to do to you actually.
0: Eh, boy. Okay. Well, well. Let's just continue. You guys should not mind. It. <laughs> okay. So welcome on the show, Adiola. Okay. So um, guys, before we go into today's Q and A session, I would really want to commend our unity and bravery due to the massive protest against us that has been going on. Honestly, guys, you are the real MVPs. I'm serious. For those of you guys that went out in your numbers to protest, for those of you that were online, twenty four seven, tweeting, signing petitions, reposting, and all, we see you and we say kudos, a job well done to you guys, honestly. And um, for the news of the disband um, disbandment of, um, you know, that the IDT gave out, you guys, and uh, just don't let us like be comfortable, really, because ah. <laughs> Let's just be at our last basically and let's just fire on when necessary, all right. And also for the lives that were lost during the protest, our hearts are really heavy. We pray that your souls or their souls <laughs> we pray that their souls rest in perfect peace and we pray that their families are comforted in Jesus' name. Amen. Nigeria must be better. We will overcome a liter Victoria Asata. Okay, so let's dive straight into today's QA session. So Adiola, how many questions do we have today? Oh, we have seven questions on
1: today's Q and
0: yes. Yeah. I, I've said that before now, Jesus. Okay, so let's just let's just, let's just go straight into Jerry. Alright, so um, let's just dive straight into
1: it. Um number one question says how do you deal with
0: opening up to people?" hmm so that question is for me Abby. it's personal yeah
1: right,
0: right. okay <laughs> yeah. okay so how do i deal with opening up to people okay so first i, I think this um opening up to people everything means like probably You're talking about intricate details about your life, maybe challenges that you're going through that you probably don't want anybody to know about, or probably a deep secret that you owed so dear to you. So I'm thinking that's probably what you're saying about opening up to people in that sense. So how do I deal with opening up to people in those kind of with those kind of things? I think the first thing I do is I I answer my why. Why do I actually want to open up to this person? Is it necessary? Is it compulsory? Like, is it someone I'm accountable to? Maybe like, I'm in a relationship. Is it a must? Is it a friendship that I'm trying to, you know, get a deeper connection with this person? Like, I answer my why, basically. Is it necessary? Do I have to really do it in that sense? So I answer my why, and when I answer my why, I get to my next point, which is being vulnerable. So I get to being vulnerable. Vulnerability, <laughs> I get to open myself up to attack. And you guys know that I'm in melancholy. I think I've told you guys before that. Due to my kind of temperament, it's not easy, you know, to be vulnerable to actually let people into what is inside your head in that sense. So, you know, it, it takes an extra effort for my kind of temperament to actually, like, be vulnerable. But I have to get, I have to, get to that point where but I'm actually vulnerable. You know, I trust the person I'm trying to open up to in advance. That, okay, oh, if you like, kill me or oh. if you like, abuse me or oh. <laughs> I'm still going to say what I have on my mind and I just have to trust them in advance. And the thing about being vulnerable is that, you know, you really don't have any, you don't have a two-way to being vulnerable. You just have to be vulnerable. And the way to be vulnerable is to trust. And how to trust is to trust. You can't say there's a how to trust them. You just have to trust this person in advance. You just have to trust them, really. You don't know if they'll mess up. You don't know if they would um, insult you. You don't know what their reaction would be basically. But then you're going to put your, you know, your decision in their hands for that time and be vulnerable basically. So I, I guess something vulnerable. And the third and the final thing that I do is I test them with the little things and then I observe. I test them with the little things that are secretive to me, maybe things that are dear to me and I watch the way they react. Did they judge me or did they empathize with me? You know, did they say, Okay, you you are a momo for this kind of thing that you did that, and I say, Okay, oh, Ronuni, don't you to think in that sense, like what was their reaction? How did they take it? Were they empathic, did they understand and you know? I just tend to observe people's um reaction in those kind of scenarios basically. So um, the three things I do when I'm trying to open up to people, I answer my why. Is it compulsory, is it necessary? Do I really have to do this? The number two thing I do is to be vulnerable. I get to the point where I actually trust this person in advance. And the third thing I do is to actually test them with the little things and observe their reactions to it, basically, so that's how I deal with opening up to people. <laughs> question, please. are the questions I
1: get. How do you deal being able to handle
0: criticism? Ah, uh, this question. <laughs> criticism, okay. So, um, number one thing is, based on the fact that we've been talking about temperaments, you know, all temperaments do not like to be criticized. So it's not like it's a melancholy thing or anything. It's, it's a human challenge to not like criticism, basically. So how do I deal with um, criticism? I've figured that whenever I'm, I'm you know, open to a criticism, I have three responses that I give. I give the fight response, I give the flight response, and I give my freeze response. Yes. <laughs> so, the first response that I give that is fight, that is the fight response, it just basically means that it's not, it's not like you're fighting back or you're trying to beat up this person. That's not what it means to fight, of course, it's not literal. So fighting in this kind of scenario means that you're just trying to explain yourself to this person. Maybe the criticism is coming from a place of misunderstanding. Maybe the person that is criticizing you misunderstood what you did. And you're just trying to say, okay, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean it like the way you're thinking. And you're trying to explain yourself. You know? You're coming to the point where you're actually trying to let them see um, what, what, you're, what you did through your eyes. And this kind of, um, you know, re- response, you don't give it to just anybody. You give it to people that really deserve the, your energy, that deserve your explanation. You know, not everybody deserves your explanation in that sense, but the five is for people that, you know, deserve your explanation. A very good example is that um, that tweet that came out from Pastor Aaron one time, and he said that he found his wife sexy while praying. And if you go to his page on Twitter, you see a trend he actually um, tweeted so actually like address what he was trying to um, what he meant by the tweet he sent out. Because a lot of people were like, uh uh-uh, uh, are you having sexual thoughts while your wife is praying? Can you call? can you call? And they kept talking and talking. So the um the fight response was exactly what Pastor Uyen gave by trying to explain his perspective to these people so that they don't misunderstand him. So that's what I mean by the fight response in that sense. So um the other response I gave is the flight response the flight response is for people that you, you, you should not spend your energy on they are people that they're like your enemies they're like people that just want to see you down they give you derogatory statements i feel like whenever a criticism comes out here it should it should involve something you're doing wrong and it should involve how you should do it better but then when this kind of people come like people that are involved in this fight response and this flight response when they come they are just they're just raving about what you did wrong or they are raving about your person they're not talking about how you should do this thing better so basically you don't want to put your energy on those kind of people because they are going to you know they're going to suck out your positive energy so you really want to just be like bad energy stay far away in that sense like you just want to keep them away from you in that sense like don't come close, understand? So that's what you actually do by flying away from them. So that you just resist the urge to shalaya. You resist the urge to explain yourself to them like, guy, just, you know, don't waste your energy. Just move on. So, what? Okay, so um, the third response I give is the freeze response. Freeze response, this, this kind of response is given on people that you can't fight with and people that you can't fly from in the sense that you know if you have a boss and he's just angry he's criticizing your work you know telling you did this thing bad you can't try to explain yourself because if you try to explain yourself guy you can give yourself query extra query you can even get suspension Self on top they try to explain yourself so you know you just try to you know just stay there you're not leaving his presence you're not trying to explain yourself you're just freezing up you're just um being numb you're being unemotional about you things in in a way i'll say you should ignore but then you're not necessarily ignoring you're just like not you're not reacting to whatever they're saying in that sense so that's what it means by when when i say that you should freeze in those kind of scenarios you know scenarios with your boss maybe with elderly people because if you are from You know, Africa. You should not talk back to your elders in that sense. So you know, when you're talking to your elders, to your bosses, you know, someone you can't necessarily fly, fly away from, and someone you can't fight it. Basically. So the last thing that I actually do, like, which is like the most important thing, is I learn from whatever criticism comes to me. You know, really, we can't, um, we don't have control over the way criticisms are given. Some people are just bad at giving criticisms for real. They are just bad at it. They will shout at you, you know, do it anyhow. But then it's your job as the person that is being criticized to take the um, lessons that can do you good and let it serve you in that sense. So I've learned to learn from whatever criticism comes from me, no matter how it is delivered. Trust me from the kind of my nature is very it can be very sensitive for me sometimes because I keep brooding over the way it was said. But then I've come to a point intentionally that I try to, you know, do away with the way it was said and I actually have to deal with the criticism itself. So I'm dealing with what can serve me, what can make me better, instead of dealing with how the person said it, because really I don't have control about how the person said it, all I have control is about what I do basically. So that's the that's the way I deal with criticisms basically.
1: Wow. That that's a very, very, very insightful. I'm sure anyone anyone especially whoever asked questions probably yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So when criticism always wrong, know Yeah, that's yeah. What very what true. So you need to understand that? that like a five thing my Mhm. Yeah. my will make what you're doing or yeah, yeah. All mm-hmm. right, yeah. Moving on to question number two. How can I get over in reality Now, this is not you. this is now about how anybody can get over. Really, really.
0: Okay. What did you say? I didn't hear you. So we need to
1: understand what purely complex means before we can answer
0: to what. Yes. Yeah, so um, when I actually saw this question, I'm like the person that was, that sent me this question wants to and go do, they want to give me work to do, <laughs> because um, the, that word I've actually like seen it before. It's it's not a word that is foreign to me. But I've actually like not really done in-depth study about it before. So I actually really had to like go to do this study about it, basically. So when I, when I read up about inferiority complex, I came more out with the, with the meaning. You know, the meaning, it, it basically means that um, it, it's a condition that emphasizes someone's overstated feeling of weakness. So you know, this person is having a feeling of being less than, They're feeling very inferior, like the word says. They're feeling very inferior from everybody else. They're feeling like they are lesser than everybody else. They're feeling like other people are superior to them in that sense. So that's the meaning of inferiority complex. And inferiority complex is actually a psychological condition. Let's start with that. It's it's a psychological condition. And a psychological condition always has its roots. In that sense, it always has, it always has something is coming out from. In that sense, it's like a symptom of something. So inferiority complex has its roots. It's just like yeah. um, when you <laughs> what illustration can I give? Maybe when you have um, when you have tuberculosis. The I think the one of the symptoms of tuberculosis is coughing, right? So you're seeing um, the symptoms, which is actually coughing, but then the real like the oh god, this illustration is going wrong. But then the point is there's there's usually something deeper in its roots that you know brings out the symptom, and the symptom is usually inferiority complex, basically. So let's start with you know the root causes. I, I searched out for some root causes. So I have three three major reasons that you know that. Three major causes or root causes that can actually cause inferiority complex. So one of them is growing up in an invalidating um, environment. You know, you grew up as a child. You, um, you were criticized by your parents, by your siblings, by your close friends. They talked down on you. You know, you. They made you feel like you were very inferior to everybody else. Like. There was nothing more to you you know they kept abusing you and you're too slim why are you like broom and stuff and stuff you know they made you feel like you were lesser than everybody else in that sense so that can be one major reason why you actually like have inferiority complex another reason why you can have inferiority complex is constant comparison with other people you know, you're comparing yourself with Lagbaja, you're comparing yourself with Tamedun, you're comparing yourself with everybody, and then there's this Yoruba adage that says um, it's like if we compare two children, you kill one, exactly, so if if you're comparing yourself to someone else it's either that you're killing yourself, or you're killing the other person, so it's like you're praising one person, and you're killing the other person, in that sense so when you are comparing yourself, that's what you do. It's either you're killing yourself or killing the other person. But usually, the thing that people with inferiority complex does is that they kill themselves instead of killing the other person. I'm not saying killing in that sense, you should I get my point. But then they kill yeah. themselves, like demean themselves on, on, um, on the expense of the other person, basically. So that's another reason why if, um, inferiority complex can be prominent in someone's someone's life basically and and the third one is basically on the part of life-altering circumstances you know it could be that um, accidents happened and you had to like get one vital part of your organs removed maybe like your ends or your legs maybe your legs were amputated or something you know and you know when those kind of things happen your life is literally like not the same again It's like getting blind you legit have to be a liability to other people other people have to help you out so that feeling of you know feeling less than like oh my god now i have to wait for this person to come and do this thing for me you know someone that usually was independent on their own now has to depend on other people so that that state can make someone develop inferiority complex basically so how can you deal with it how can you deal with it so depending on the course because like I said, it's a psychological condition. Depending on the on the cause of this psychological condition, then there are different there are different um, there are different solutions or there are different ways to deal with it. So on the part of um, invalidation, like when you got invalidation from you know childhood, there are these are the tips you can use in that sense. So um, number one tip I think you can use is you can practice self love. Yes, and self-love here doesn't mean that you like every single thing about you. It's just that you accept yourself just as you have with all of your flaws, with all of your stupidity, with all of your madness and everything. And you're still saying, I still love this girl, but then I still want to see her get better. You know, you accept yourself, but then you still still open the floor for, you know, self-development. Like, okay, I'm not good at this area but then you still love yourself that you're not good at that area, but then you're still opening yourself to grow, basically. So, practice self-love intentionally. Be very intentional about it because this is something you lacked as a child. So, you're trying to bring that thing you lacked as a child. You're trying to send that to yourself like that now that you're an adult and now that you're seeing the effect of what was done to you as a child, basically. So, one of the things I think you can do is practice self-love intentionally another thing I think you should do is stop comparing yourself stop see uh, everybody gets into the loop of comparison trust me I think it's a human thing actually to compare ourselves to other people but then I think it has to be very intentional for you now because now you know that that is one of your you know that's one of the ways you falter yourself in you know getting inferiority complex you know triggered in you so it has to be very, very intentional. So you have to get to the point where you actually reflect and be self-aware. So you're spending a lot of time with yourself in this in this period of your life. If you if you listen to my start with you series, you know that I talked about spending time with yourself, talking to yourself, reflecting. Exactly, all those things will help you. You have to spend time with yourself, journal your thoughts, be self-aware, analyze your emotions. Okay, I feel sad. Don't the emotion away deal with it the thing about people with inferiority complex is the fact that they usually bottle their emotions inside their head so they don't talk about it they don't talk to themselves about it they don't talk to anybody about it so it's just expanding and expatiating inside of them do you get so it's making them feel more and more weak in that sense so they're feeling more and more inferior in themselves because they won't say the way they feel outside to themselves and outside to others, basically. So reflect and journal. You can journal your thoughts, analyze your thoughts, spend time with yourself. And one of the key things is to talk to yourself. Yes, yeah. talk to yourself. <laughs> and when you're talking to yourself, you're just trying to validate yourself because, you know, as a, ch- as, as a child that you were, you were not validated. All they gave you were criticism. you know, they were just abusing you, talking down on you. Elite momori momo stuff like that you know they were just pushing all those abuses into you basically so you just want to be validating yourself okay i look beautiful look into the mirror affirm yourself you know reassure yourself about about things that you're good at another thing you can do is to also focus on your strengths and not on your weaknesses it's very tempting
1: <laughs>
0: very tempting to focus on your weaknesses actually but it has to take intentionality for you to actually focus on your strength so you actually have to focus on your strength intentionally because now you know that it's like you are dealing with a condition like a major condition in that sense so focus on your you know strengths instead of your weaknesses basically so um for the other part of the root causes you know when it comes to you know a life-altering circumstance <laughs> You might need to go to therapy actually if you are going through something like that or if it was even that you grew up from an invalidating environment. If all the tips I'm giving you doesn't work, you might need to go to therapy because only, probably only someone that has gone through this thing before with other people can actually be able to help you. So you might actually need to go into therapy and get this thing dealt with basically because inferiority complex is nothing anyone should actually like want or want to live out of basically so i think you you can also go to therapy so that's the ways i think you can actually deal with inferiority complex basically yeah. exactly. all right all right so let's
1: move on quickly question number four says which temperament can you classify to inferiority
0: Okay, so like I said um, inferiority complex is a psychological condition and like any other psychological condition any temperament can have it so I feel like it to be very stigmatizing and harassing to put it on any temperament so it is very safe to just say every of the temperaments is prone to inferiority complex It's a psychological condition just like social phobia or one of those phobias exactly any of the temperaments can have it it's really not it's not ideal to push it on any temperament basically yeah
1: yeah exactly so yeah the next question is what does
0: learning content have to do loving oneself this question when i saw it i honestly did not understand it (laughs) But then, I truthfully, I don't see any correlation between self-love and superiority complex. Because superiority complex is like the opposite of inferiority complex. You know, inferiority complex means you're feeling weaker than everybody else. You feel like everybody is superior to you. But now, superiority complex, this person with superiority complex feels like they are superior to everybody. They feel like they are a god in that sense. They have this... um 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 pretense of high self-esteem they don't have they don't have high self-esteem trust me their self-esteem is nothing when you actually check the roots there's no self-esteem there but because of you know personal issues they, they want to feel like they are better than everybody else so they they have that overstated feeling of importance of themselves in that sense so I feel like someone that you know has genuine love, like really someone that knows the meaning of self-love, will not want to use superiority complex as a coping mechanism for whatever is wrong with them. I mean, they will want to deal with and actually walk through that, you know, face with themselves instead of wanting to feel superior to everybody else. I mean, it doesn't just make sense, basically. But so I feel like there's no correlation. Someone that has self-love, would not want to use the superiority complex because i feel like if you have self-love for yourself you can't actually have superiority complex because you would want to consciously develop yourself so I, I really do not see the correlation i'm not sure there's any correlation between self-love and the priority mm-hmm. complex is it okay all right all right all right so
1: the next question is sort of similar to the fourth one that we have see which temperament and we classify, we
0: don't so it's, we it's, it's the same answer. Same answer. No, no temperaments can be placed on it. Let's move on. All
1: right, all right. So yeah, no temperament. All right, so we are on the last one of the questions. The Woo! Question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited about this question cause I that was a question that got me on. Podcast. I'm super excited about this by right, yeah. my first time. Oh yeah,
0: are <laughs> I'm I'm you
1: I'm very happy to be a present my name yeah. is Vivio A podcast. So the question says based on what you have
0: learned about temperament, which temperament is into space or overnight? You you know what I like, eh? I think you should you should tell everybody what he what he told me. So the
1: you, yeah. you the
0: question. Yes, um, and the question is for me now, of course. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay,
0: so um, you. <laughs> <just me. laughs> <And> to yell, <the laughs> you push to yell, to That's the thing. I'm Oh yeah. Really, 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 really,
1: really, 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 <laughs> they yeah. was um The melancholies and the flame matches are temperaments I feel or that would definitely have the traits of overtaking. Okay. But then I would immediately agree that you're melancholy. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. because you know the melancholies are they yeah, yeah, very, 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 so to speak, very, very okay. sensitive. A you know, very, very sensitive set of human beings and they yeah, are thinkers. Mm-hmm. Probably you know maybe you read somewhere about temperaments. You know that alcoholics are um, thinkers. Uh, ninety nine percent of the time, and for anyone that thinks ninety nine percent of the time, definitely would be an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm putting it out there you know, that of course like magnitude can also you know fit into that space of overthinking because they are also very very sensitive people and the uh, um, the kind of person that you can you can you know on the spot so they can't give you on honest spot answer mm. basically if you need yeah. to mm. mm. so, mm. go back to reflect and come back then give you an answer so yeah if like phlegmatics too can also over think and but then i'll put you on the line because due to the outward thinking sorry guys yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't, don't worry there's no need to finish it there's no need yeah, so so. You're have
1: oh.
0: to for need Ah, guys. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, not to waste our time. You know. <laughs> Let me just answer it. Um. Okay. So, based on the temperament we've learned about so far, which temperament needs to fit into the space of my thinking? So, for me, like you said the introverted types are are overthinkers by nature because, I mean, these people are they are inside their heads like <laughs> 99 no, let me say 99 let's say 98% of the time. So for people yeah. that are like, you know, internalize their thoughts a lot, it means that they are thinking about their thoughts instead of saying it. So this people prefer to think instead of verbalize their thoughts, basically. So that's one reason why they are actually overthinkers. So I also think that, you know, phlegmatics and um, melancholies are the, are the uh, ones prone to, and like Adiola said, melancholies are more prone because, like I said, they are more introverted than phlegmatics, so they think a lot, they brood a lot. They are natural they are very analytical they are very analytical by nature basically so i also think that every other temperament that has the melancholy and the phlegmatic blend is also prone to overthinking because if you remember that i said um that um if the if the temperament has melancholy or phlegmatic as their secondary temperament that secondary temperament has a way of influencing Their primary temperament. So if you have a call male, if you have a call flag, if you have a male male call, if you have a male flag, or you know all those blends in that sense, you have someone that is very prone to overthinking because of their blend, basically. So that's what I think about you this question, basically.
1: All right. All right. Yeah.
0: So we've come to the end of um, today's. Thank you, a session. I'm really super glad to have Hadiola in the house. It has not called him Mr. Hadiola, so I'm not saying Mr. Hadiola. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me,
1: by
0: the way. Oh, you so... i I'm, I'm honored, actually. I'm honored to have you, because and actually, he's a big fan. Did you see him quoting me during his answers, like... honestly i'm so i'm so super proud of you really i'm super super proud of you thank you for honoring me with your presence really okay so guys we've come to the end of today's q and a session i hope you learned something i hope i was able to answer your questions to satisfaction if you have any other you know feedback if you have any additions don't hesitate to Message me on my number. My WhatsApp number is 09032404105. On IG, my handle is at precious underscore Shobamiwa. That's at P R E C I O U S underscore S O B A M I W A. So, guys, I hope this truth does set you free and I hope you have an awesome and amazing week. Add your last like say bye to our listeners now.
1: Bye guys!